Hello and welcome to Being Well is Hot. I'm your host Shakira and this is the most informative episode I have ever done. Please listen to the whole thing. It is is so packed with information. I I cannot help enough to like just I don't know. It is so important for me to get this information out. I think when I learned about all this information, I went crazy and I was upset with life and very, very happy too because now I get to plan my whole life according to my cycle. So if you guys don't know, this is how to sync your your life to your cycle, basically. And unfortunately, as women... Our menstrual cycle controls our whole life. And to kind of have it a more simpler terms, we have a different rhythm of living than men, children, and postmenopausal women. So in our reproductive years, which is most of our lives, we are on a completely different rhythm than everybody else so and it's actually not been studied as well because you know society really didn't care about women and most people just cared about the normal cycle of men and whatever so men women and postmenopausal women after you don't have your period go by the circadian rhythm circadian rhythm yes i'm correct i was like let me check and women in their reproductive years go by the infradium rhythm so basically men children and postmenopausal women go through a day cycle so all their hormones are in a cycle for one day like they, they, it kind of goes around one day. Okay. Just to make it in simpler terms. And for women in the reproductive years, our cycle is a month long, a whole month long. So as much as men's mood changes in that day, we extend that to a whole month, which is insane to me. So our brain literally changes percentages throughout the month, just like men and do throughout the day. So it changes about like 25% for women throughout the month. And that's why certain weeks we are more productive. We're more wanting to go out and do things. Some weeks we're less social. Some weeks we're more social Sometimes, you know, we want to like work. Sometimes we don't want to work and we want to go out and, you know, have fun. And sometimes we are just not good at figuring things out. We're not good at work stuff and it's just not optimal productivity time. And all of these have reasons. Like there's a reason for all of that. It's because it it just wasn't our time. It we have four phases. So we have the follicular phase, the ovulatory phase, the luteal phase, and the bleeding phase. And 
we all react different to all those stages and i'm gonna i'm gonna explain a little more in depth but that is basically what i'm gonna talk about and honestly it blew my mind and i hope it helps a lot of people i hope it helps people with hormone issues especially because once you figure this out you can literally go throughout life so much smoother and it could even like be the reason why you're not losing weight correctly why you have pcos and all that it's just hormonal disruptions or you're not in or you're so out of rhythm with your cycle that it's messing your whole life up or messing your your hormones up so i hope it helps and please i don't know take notes or something because i was dying and i took notes when i kind of heard about this um but yeah okay let's get into it so a little history lesson basically not history lesson but just just some information um so for a lot of studies for health fitness and even like dietitian studies and things like that a lot of the studies were only based um on men so they were they were tested only on men and not women because we're just a little bit more difficult to deal with um test wise um and i guess you know government just doesn't really care about women (laughs) i don't know but a lot of the studies are solely based with men so that's why a lot of things don't work for women as well like diets and medications and um what's it called just just um what's it uh diagnosis of um diseases or things like that they're just not ever (laughs) in benefit for women and that's because a lot of medical studies are done on men so throughout years we've been completely suppressed of just representation in general and that caused a lot of hormonal imbalances in women so throughout time we're actually the the sickest so (laughs) in the u.s we're actually the sickest um, because it affects our you know it gives us pcos you know reproductive systems it can cause different um illnesses because we're just not properly represented in 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 the medical industry so that sucks but so yeah so there's no proper treatment for a bunch of our illnesses uh i'll just give an example like pcos a lot of women that go into um, doctors and they diagnose them with pcos pcos either give them some sort of treatment or they just tell them well you should lose weight and that's gonna help you and which is not even that simple because it is so hard for women with pcos to lose weight And it is mainly because they don't know about this phases, about this circadian um, infradian rhythm that we go through in the in the cycle. Um, So I'm gonna explain that (laughs) right now. But um, we, as men and women, have different rhythms and how we go around life. So our month cycle is a day cycle for men. So everything we go through in that month, men go through it in one day. 
And if you notice in society, it is very clear that men were in back of all the social norms. Um, so a lot of people say in the morning is optimal time to work out, which is true for men <laughs> because in, in the morning time, men are filled with testosterone. So if you ever woken up with a man, you know that that's true and they're filled with testosterone. So it is their optimal time to go and work out and, and try to gain uh, muscle and, and lose fat and just... That's why it's also super easy for men to lose weight and, you know, and gain muscle and stuff because their optimal time to work out is in the daytime. If you're a guy and you're listening, which I doubt, go work out in the mornings instead of after work. It is optimal time for you. Um, and then another social norm that was constructed by the male cycle is lunch meetings. So around the middle of the day, is their optimal productivity time. So work things and they get stuff done. So if you're in corporate life, you know that a lot of lunch meetings are done. And that's because, you know, that's their kind of optimal time. Maybe it wasn't done like on purpose. They don't really know about the cycle or anything, but they probably felt more productive around this time and was like, perfect. So yeah, they... they have that lunchtime period a few hours where their optimal time of productivity work and just you know hustle is in there <laughs> and then you know happy hour all i know right i'm gonna ruin happy hour but it's also constructed <laughs> based on the male cycle because their social increase time is around 4 p.m ish and guess what that's around happy hour time <laughs> so I don't know. I got a little pissed. That ruined kind of happy hour for me. But yeah, it, it's it's insane when I noticed all the little things that social, you know, social norms are based on men's rhythm, based on men and solely men's cycles and stuff, which I get it. Like no one's going to come and, you know, base it on our whole monthly cycle, you know, but still very annoying to know that happy hour fitness stuff like waking up and working out and lunch meetings come from come from the male point um it really pisses me off but yeah so that's men's cycle they grow out throughout the day now imagine all that you know spread out throughout a month and that's that's our rhythm basically we have a time for optimal workout optimal workout um productivity we have time for a good work and planning kind of time we have a a higher increase in social cues at a certain time of the month and yeah and then we have our certain time where we want to rest which for men is at night you know and for us is our bleeding phase so I'm going to go through the four phases that I said before. We have four phases right after we stop bleeding is a follicular phase. And then we have the ovulatory phase, um, which is when we ovulate, which is when we are most likely to get pregnant. Then we have the luteal phase right before we start our periods. And then we have the bleeding phase, which, you know, 
we have the deed. And um, we, all those four stages have completely different things that we're good at at those times. I don't want people to judge them because I don't know. I, sometimes when I when I read it, I was like, oh, well, this one I'm not going to do. Like, uh, let me explain further. So our follicular phase is our planning time. So right after we're done with our period, we go in through this phase follicular and it is our planning time. It is time where we prepare. We kind of like get a little productive and start doing stuff. And we have ideas more around this time. And it's basically like our prep time, you know. And then we go through our ovulation stage, which is more like we grow. We have a lot of insight around this time. We're more we're more horny around this time. We kind of want to go out and look pretty. And it's just our optimal kind of socializing time. When you're ovulating, you're kind of just like, you know, bad bitch behavior, you know, which is hilarious to me, but which is kind of annoying because, you know, I could get pregnant around this time and, you know, but anyway, it's, it's, it's your open stage. It is your growth stage. And then the week after is our luteal phase, which is basically our finishing work week. We kind of just tie up loose ends. Um, we get a little bit of work stuff done um it's it's mainly a time where we kind of just are finishing stuff um i wish i had more examples on that (laughs) but yeah and then we have our bleeding phase which is our rest phase we are recuperating and we are going through something (laughs) so that's our resting phase which I know people like when I read this, I was like, I'm going to skip that one and just, you know, optimal time. But unfortunately, unfortunately, we need that rest time when we're on our periods. We completely it, it literally gives us more benefits to rest than to hustle, hustle, hustle when we're on our period unfortunately so i just keep saying that but you know it's the truth and and i feel like we have to come in in agreement and kind of peace with that that it is optimal productivity to rest on your period and to do low movement stuff and so throughout this all these four phases we also get we also get different um nutrient we, we absorb different kind of nutrients better so they are kind of we should be eating kind of different foods as well to have like good hormonal balance and along with that we also have different types of exercise that we should do in every single um, phase and that is because we actually change percentages of our brain throughout this whole month. So we go up and down on brain function throughout this whole month. And it, it kind of makes sense because haven't you ever had like a good like week where you're just, you know, you feel smart and you've got all these things done and blah, blah, blah. And then the next week you kind of have like a brain fog. And you're just like, I don't, I'm not there anymore. Like, 
this is not it and we're not we're not there <laughs> we're, we're just not for it we just don't want to work and I'm lazy as hell and it's usually because we are off whack with our rhythm and we're just not going about this way and in, in other in other information have you ever tried to lose weight and it's not working it's probably because we go through this different stages so follicular and ovulatory is the first half of your cycle and then luteal and bleeding it's your other half so the first half of your cycle is optimal time to work out you do all the strength training you can run and you know do a lot of like hit workouts if you want we eat a lot of raw vegetables you know we can have a lot of smoothies around this time we're not as hungry or we shouldn't be as hungry around this time um we kind of thrive off of you know um it, it's a good time for like salads and cru- cruciferous vegetables like a nutrition bowl smoothies and all that it's a good time for all that and then we go into our second half which is our luteal and bleeding phase this is where the mistake happens so when people go on a diet the first half is you know it it, it kind of correlates so you, you kind of do all those stuff and it, and it works maybe you have lost a few pounds and good for you and then we go through our second half of our cycle which actually requires us to eat more. So right before your period and on your period, you're always hungry. And that's because we actually need more food in ourselves. We need more calories around this time. We shouldn't be doing that much exercise. And I know it's like, well, I want to lose weight. I'm going to do exercise anyway. Well, let me tell you something. (laughs) Actually, the more kind of workouts we do around this time we actually trigger a fat storage light in our body and we store fat around this time because you're not giving them you're not giving your body enough calories so they hold on to fat and actually store it even better (laughs) like they just want to get in jodernos you know like (laughs) they just like hold on to your storage of fat to kind of like you know use that instead of all the calories that you are not giving your body and working out actually triggers that fat storage thing so you're not doing what you're supposed to do in this time of your period in this time of period this time of your cycle so unfortunately (laughs) we shouldn't be working out that hard around this time and it could actually trigger bad things. It could um, kind of throw our hormones off balance. And if you want to lose weight, it's actually better to follow your cycle and, and know exactly what kind of workouts to do for each phase. So for your second half, right before you bleed and right when you bleed, it's more optimal to walk more, um, to yoga more, to yoga more um you know light stretching movement stuff like that not really running or strength training or any of that um it kind of again just throws everything out of whack and a lot of reason a lot of the times women can't lose weight because they don't know this information and they just 
go about their day go about their life exactly like they would do for your follicular and ovulatory phase which is less food salads smoothies and you know heavy training and and running and cardio and stuff which is great and optimal for a certain time of your cycle and for the other half you have to rest you know muscles also do not recover or do not build if they don't rest so you have to like stretch and foam roll and all these things for your muscles to also activate and come um and appear you know but yeah i was flipped the hell out when i heard that i was like no this is why i'm not losing weight and along with that we have even more things that are wrong with us um so your effort of your level of effort changes throughout your 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 cycle as well we give more effort again in our first half we kind of um follicular and ovulatory that's where we work out more and we eat lighter and we you know we're hustling stuff we're also hornier around this time we our sex drive is better around our ovulatory phase but our in our follicular phase which is right after your bleeding we have a dry spell so as well as when we're bleeding you know so we might not get like wet when we're doing stuff you know as much as other times so that is our dry spell so if you trying to have sex around that time you know buy some lube <laughs> and if you ever like experience that like a dryness and you're just like like is my libido gone like is something wrong with me it's it's not it's probably just this time of your cycle and you're probably going through your follicular or, or about to get your bleeding phase or something like that or just got off of it so when you bleed and right after you bleed or your drive spells go get some lube <laughs> around that time um and the other time again you're you're good to go but your ovulus ovulation stage is when you're most horny so and which is hilarious to me because it's also the time where you should be protecting yourself um the most um so yeah and i think i mentioned intermittent fasting already but if i didn't intermittent fasting is when you kind of restrict calories and restrict the time period of eating which is good for men postmenopausal women and children <laughs> so again this is a study that was done on men solely that's why it has not been benefiting women whatsoever it actually throws our hormones off it raises our insulin levels it de destabilizes our mood it actually can shrink our ovaries if we don't eat in a time span like it, it we should at least only be fasting 12 hours for women in the re reproductive years intermittent fasting can work for like my mother like she's an older woman she's after she's done you know with her period and it'll benefit her it also benefits men to intermittent fast. They, they don't really have that reproductive thing to worry about. So it doesn't affect them and it can actually benefit them. That's why the study was done and a lot of people are like 
towards going towards that and trying to do intermittent fasting and skipping breakfast and stuff but for women again very very annoying and not beneficial beneficial at all it can actually harm us so do not intermittent fast please i think i've intermittent fasted before i've tried like every single diet out there and it makes sense why it wasn't working it just doesn't you know it, it, it can like make you lose weight if you're not eating enough obviously but it's not a good long run long run term and you can really damage your hormones and can throw off your mood as well so we have this thing in society that kind of just gives us that gives us the the i guess the imagination or whatever the I don't know, but we're kind of like deemed to suffer, like we're destined to suffer. Like, don't you think that like I think like, oh, we have periods and stuff and we give birth and stuff. We just we're just destined to suffer like we're just fucked up. That's it. That life sucks for women, period. That's basically what society told us. And, you know, that sucks. And a lot of women don't know, but. We don't have to suffer with our periods. Actually, if your period hurts a lot, that's actually a sign of hormonal imbalance. So you're not eating correctly. You're probably eating very, very processed. And you might not be in tune with your rhythm and you're not following your cycle correctly. You're not, you know, giving the good nutrients to your body that it needs at a certain time of your month of the month. So it sucks that we have to go through this and it kind of just it's normalized because it's so common because, you know, everyone in the U.S. goes through it. Why? Because, you know, (laughs) because the U.S. doesn't fucking care about us. Government does not care about us. It's literally a business. And we are kind of just the puppets here that kind of just like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And it kind of ruined our hope to ever just say or work on not suffering through our lives. We do not have to suffer. You can literally balance your hormones by eating correctly. And you don't need birth control to balance your hormones. does not work whatsoever. It ruins your, ruins your, um, um, ruins your what? Your gut and your hormones as well. The U.S. women's soccer team actually trains this way they train with the with our what's it called i forgot the name already the infradium rhythm so they train along with this whole cycle that they actually tell them to eat different things um every week of the month and they train them in their first half of the of their of their cycle and the second cycle they go a little lighter with them you know, again, if you're an athlete or, you know, you, you heavy, heavy train all the time, you don't have to, you know, rest as much because your body's already used to this kind of way of living. So it's kind of different. But for normal, for normal people, um, we should be resting, resting um, in our second half of our cycle. Okay, so for the last few minutes of the episode, I'm just going to quickly wrap it all up together and give you guys some facts of each stage and what good things can come out of um, 
each one. So um, things like um, what to eat or how to work out on each one and different things you can do to kind of just have your optimal um, nutrition value for each phase. So these things I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you guys, aren't really like you you don't have to eat like this all the time it's just the best way to absorb nutrients um throughout each stage of your cycle so let's start off with the follicular phase in the follicular phase which is right after you bleed you are actually in prime support of your liver so this is when you can take care of your liver the most so the foods you eat have to be liver supporting if you want to just, you know, have the best optimal support there. Um, your metabolism is naturally a little slower, so we do have to eat a little lighter. Um, let me just give you guys a little rundown. As for protein in the follicular phase, chicken and eggs are really good. Nut butters as well. Um for fats, avocado, nut butters, again, um, cashews, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, lychee. Um, you can have a lot of um, fiber, which is oats and wheats, and um, fruits like lemon, lime, pomegranate, oranges, grapefruit, kind of citrusy stuff, um, as well as beans. So that's for your follicular phase. Again, your metabolism is a little slower, so that's why there's a lot of um, fiber-rich foods. In your, oh, let's stick with the follicular phase, so this is, so we don't like get all um, confused. So if you're trying to lose weight, this is actually a good time to have a small calorie restriction. Um, your appetite is a little suppressed, so you can um, eat a little less without it harming you. Um, and for working out, it is best to do um, exercises like cardio and dance class, jump rope, um, very high um, intense workouts, hiking, um, indoor cycling, um, jumping rope. Those, those things are kind of cool to do on that stage. Moving on to the next one, which is your ov ovulatory phase, the ovulation phase. Um, actually, it's the optimal time to support your heart. So a lot of, again, super high in fiber since we're still kind of slow in our metabolism. Um, Fiber-rich foods like quinoa, um, like asparagus, um, peppers, Brussels sprouts, spinach, tomatoes, figs, raspberry, guava, things like that. Um, still pumpkin seeds if you're seed cycling. And as for protein in the ovulatory phase, shrimp, salmon, and tuna are good for them. So like if you have like a cycle tracker, if when you, whenever you're like ovulating and you have to take care of like not getting pregnant and stuff, um, it's good to have seafood. So that's how I remember sometimes. I'm just like, oh, seafood. And I got some salmon, shrimp, or tuna. In your ovulation phase, it's also your social levels are high. So you can actually drink alcohol in a moderate state and it doesn't um, affect you as bad as other stages of your cycle. It's a good time for coffee, um, turmeric, ketchup, chocolate, 
chocolate is great. Um, it's actually an aphrodisiac, which makes sense when you're ovulating um, and you, you know, want to have sex and stuff. Um, and in your ovulation phase, it is good to eat a lot of raw vegetables. So um, you don't really have to cook them. You a lot of salads are good and a lot of um, smoothies are great. You can actually, if you're trying to experiment going vegan or, or vegetarian, you can try that around there and it, it doesn't um, affect you as crazy. And as for workouts, we're still kind of in a good place to do a lot of crazy stuff. So we can do like kettlebell trainings, um, indoor cycling, HIIT workouts, um, weights, kickboxing, power yoga, things like that. And then next next phase, we're on to our luteal phase, which is right before we get our periods. So here, our digestion is a little faster, and its prime um, support in this cycle is in this phase is fiber. So we thrive off all the fiber we took in in our first two. Um, phases so this is where our metabolism is going to be a little faster because we got so much fiber in the first half of our of our thing <laughs> of our thing of our cycle so in the luteal phase it's good to have rice brown rice garlic ginger cabbage cauliflower sweet potato um apples dates peaches um chickpeas sesame seeds sunflower seeds see how we switch from pumpkin seeds to sunflower seeds if you seed cycle that's that's where you do the change um, i have a post on on instagram how to seed cycle to um, balance your hormones so yeah and as for protein it's a good time to eat steak and beef and turkey and yeah that's that's about it for that and a good it is also a good time to have carbs you know, so if you a lot of beans and like I said, rice and things like that. So it's a good time to <laughs> eat that for that week. And as for working out, it's a good time for lifting weights, Pilates, HIIT workouts, yoga, still kind of the same um, things, uh, just a little lighter than the, the other two. We're not doing fast things. We're kind of doing like movement things and we can still lift weights around this time um, but we're not cardio we're not doing cardio and we're not like jumping rope or anything we're doing again like pilates lifting weights um, bar class yoga things like that and for our last best friend of course our menstrual phase and when we bleed it is the optimal time to focus on Sorry, I'm reading this from a book. I will I will definitely tell you guys the book at the end of this, but in our menstrual phase, it is where we can take care of our kidneys the most. Interesting. Okay, cool. <laughs> of our kidneys the most. And we absorb the best foods, um, which are wild rice, kale, mushrooms, blackberries, blueberries, watermelon, um, kidney beans, again, with the sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, 
we can actually eat pork and duck and digest it pretty pretty well around this time and around other times those those meats are kind of heavier but since our metabolism is a little bit faster we um do those and it's a good time to eat um, miso so if you do like a miso soup sometimes when i get my period i'll make like a big pot of miso soup and just eat that it's really good for me um and let's see what else and for exercising in your bleeding phase keep it light super light and you don't even have to do this every day just walking pilates and yoga pilates walk walking and yoga so stretch and just walk and go about your damn day <laughs> like do not worry about any other thing your body is naturally burning more calories around this time so and you are a little bit bloated around your menstrual cycle because obviously you know things are going on in there so let let them let them happen um usually it goes away right after you um are over with your period which is where you see the result of all the calories you were burning throughout your literal and menstrual phase and and yeah i think those are kind of like the prime things that i wanted to get here um again let me let me tell you guys this book i got it all from um i still haven't even finished some of the last chapters so there's probably more information i don't know about oh that makes no sense um so it is called in the flow um by aliza vt in the flow by aliza vt i feel like that's what it's called unlock your hormonal advantage and resolutionize your life that makes so much sense for those who flow as life flows know they need no other force that is super cute and she dedicated the book to her daughter may you always know the gifts of nature that you contain and the force of nature that you are that is so beautiful i cannot okay and it comes with meal plans and well not meal plans but again like the little chart i told you guys were um what kind of foods to eat um it tells you some guidelines um it also gets you what to get more out of sex and relationships so as you know um your sex drive is different from um every every single stage of your cycle so it gives you like optimal things to do in those Ooh, i should make like a like a sex health episode because honestly this year i've been super into that too obviously just taking care of myself in every single way i can um but yeah oh my god it even tells you like what age and what to do oh my god okay 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 let me do this really quick before it ends before i have to this is too long but anyway um this is basically what to do in what stage so in your follicular it's your curiosity phase interesting this is good to plan out things with your family go somewhere new ask questions um this is where you can plan out meals for the month you can make new recipes it's like a it's a, it's a thing apparently you're when you're ovulating it's your nurturing and 
playfulness. So you attend, it's good for events, again, socializing. So you can go on dates around this time. You'll be like your, your good, bad bitch self on dates when you're ovulating. But be careful because you could get pregnant, right? It sucks. Anyway, and then it's it's a good time to play with kids if you have kids. It's a good time to be like socially um, active with the community. Okay, who does that? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's New York. We don't get active with our community. That's super weird. Anyway, um, and you can have like a it's a good time to party and stuff like that. In your literal phase, this is one I didn't have good examples for. Um, it's your collaboration phase, and it's a good time to handle school tasks, tackle a domestic project, organize closets, interesting, in encourage people, support um, problem solving. Oh, that makes sense. You're just ending stuff. You're tying up loose ends. Um, you're doing chores, things like that, kind of similar to the follicular phase. Interesting. And then when you're on your period, again, it's a good time to be alone. It's a good time to ask help from your partner or a friend. Um, so it's a good time to ask for help. It's a good time to do your self-care, which we kind of know as women, you know, I'm on my period. I kind of just want to do a mask and lay down in bed and watch TV. Um, it's a good time to being tuned with your feelings interesting okay good thing to do next next time and it's a good time to evaluate family priorities so i guess you're a little bit more like emotional and in tech with your feelings so it's a good time to just realign your your values of your family and just make sure you're you're i don't know being nice um but those are good damn that was like towards the end of the book, so that's why I was like, I've never seen that one. Um, but these are these are pretty cool. You guys should definitely take out the book. I got it on Amazon. I don't want to give them all my money, but it's just it's just where I found it. And yeah, interesting. I'm very 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 happy I got this book. I'm very happy that I got to share this information. Um, I hope it helps some people out, and I hope you got as much value out of this episode as I did when I first um, found out about all this information. And I'll probably post something similar um, about this so it's an easy read. And thank you so much for listening to the whole episode. I'll see you guys in, in my next one. Bye. <laughs>